BB, yeah, you know she is. Got this thing off clean as a whistle. In the kitchen, scale for a gimme pistol. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Yeah, we cooking now. You know this. What's up, y'all? I don't know what came over me today, but I am like not tired. I can't even believe it. I thought that this would be my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, tired, almost falling asleep on y'all. But now I'm back. I, f- I feel good today. I don't know what. I thank the Lord that he woke me up in my right mind, that my body is holding up. And uh, praise you, Lord, because I feel good today. I feel I feel good. I can't even lie. And I didn't even get that much sleep, but I just feel good. Um, I was getting a room redone in my house that is, I had an office, but I moved the office upstairs. So now I have turned my old office into my gym. So we're still trying to figure out this new house and how everything is. So I'm excited to be getting a gym again, because I kind of didn't have one. And I, I go to the gym, but I like to also work out at home way more better. So, did that, moved all my office equipment upstairs, broke my desk, but you know, I rigged it to where it looks really crazy, but it's going to be doable till I find another desk. But yeah, I did that, hung some pictures. I think decorating puts me in a really good mood. I love decorating. It's fun. I just wish everything was free. Like if everything was free, I wish I was one of them designer people that could just like design some stuff just off the cuff like I'm just going to redo this whole thing made out of like styrofoam and crates and I've been seeing some really cool stuff like this lady she pulled all the carpet off of her stairs and then she like redid it with tile and put lights so that when you come down the stairs they light up it looks cute but I was like hindsight somebody gonna bust their butt on them stairs because no but it looks cute I wish I was that creative and had that much time on my hands but other than that that's all I did today guys um still on keto it's day four um it's 11 11 we have to give praises to god and i bless you guys send blessings and prayers out to you and your families and i just saw that and had to anytime i say that i gotta say a little prayer everybody get everything they're wanting it for the rest of this year and everything works in your favor and that you are covered and every plot, plan, and strategy that the enemy has on you is canceled. And me included in that. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's get into the news. I really didn't read that much news today because I was busy. But let's see what happened. What went down while I was doing things? Astronomers have discovered six planets orbiting a bright star in perfect renaissance or resonance. The star system 100 light years from Earth was described on Wednesday in a paper published in the journal. I mean, it's 100 light years away. I don't know if we'll ever see it. I'm pretty sure we won't. Um, Red Lobster's unlimited endless trip deal has been so popular that it contributed to 11 million quarterly 
operating loss for the restaurant chain, which had to raise the price to $25 from $20. Y'all eating so much shrimp that Red Lobster had to um, raise the price. I don't even know they have an endless shrimp. I don't, I don't eat that much shrimp to get endless shrimp, but yeah, y'all going to town on that. Get y'all endless shrimp. Shoot. Let's see what else is going on. An 84-year-old Pennsylvania man is accused of beating his wife to death after an argument over money for the veterinarian for a cat. You know, I was just telling my mom this. I was like, older couples, when they get old, they just be like arguing and can't stand each other. It, it, It makes you wonder. I mean, you know, I saw this lady and I think, I don't know if I saved her story time or not, but just interesting the battles that you get when you get old and to be stuck together hence old married couple but not killing somebody over it obviously and administrators at a georgia middle school ignored multiple warnings before a student stabbed a classmate over a dozen times leaving her with catastrophic catastrophic (laughs) injuries sorry I wasn't laughing at that. I'm laughing because I can't read. That's sad. I don't know really what schools can do about school bullying. It hasn't gotten any better. It really hasn't. Sad. Texas man was sentenced on Wednesday to two years in federal prison for shooting at local law enforcement officers days before he was scheduled to surrender to the FBI. Charges are related to illegally entering the Capitol. So another January 6th person sentenced to two years. Spotify spokesperson said a new feature that makes matches listeners to cities based on their music taste is objective and entirely driven by users' listening history. But many users highlighted three in particular that that they were found common. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. Elon Musk said that the brands that pull advertising from his platform is trying to blackmail him and he said f him pretty much he said i'm a billionaire i don't need your money anyway that's what he said y'all said he's not gonna be bullied into doing right several emergency rooms that shut down after a criminal cyber attack hit their parent company are resuming service though lingering problems remain for some patients yeah I don't know why cyber attack people don't do good things. Like, why is it always something that people actually really need? Woman spends a month trying to help a stray dog with a jug stuck on his head. I'm sure if she would have called a veterinarian, somebody would have probably got it out for free. 
that. That's kind of about it, y'all. I mean, a couple of people passed away today. They were pretty older. Doesn't mean they don't deserve to be shouted out, but I didn't really know them, and y'all really wouldn't know them. Unless you watch Cheers. And who really remembers that? Alright, let's see what else we got. Google to delete inactive accounts this week. So if you have an inactive Google account, they deleting it. Jada Pinkett Smith reveals that she and Will are staying together forever. They deserve each other. Let them do it. Beyonce released some new pictures today. She was like, y'all gonna get my white face. I don't even care. The rest of this, I really don't care to discuss. I'm just not. I don't care about it. Let's get into these reddits. What? Men who didn't want anal but tried it anyway. How was it? What kind of question is that? (laughs) I'm just not even going to read this because this stuff is too crazy, y'all. But that was like the first question and just like a squirrel, I was like, what is it? What is it? No. I can't. It's too disgusting. I don't want to read nothing about a man getting stuff in his butt. What is a bad habit that a shocking amount of people have? A lot. There's a lot. Like, people just don't have any awareness of how much space they take up. They don't care. They're very inconsiderate. Go to the grocery store, somebody's got their whole cart turned freaking sideways. Somebody said responding with defensiveness rather than curiosity to the unknown. Stopping in doorways. I hate when people come in the wrong doorway. Like, if it's exit and you enter in, that drives me insane. Like, it's three steps over. Why are you coming through the wrong door? It drives me insane. Being checked out during social interactions. Phone in hand, not really listening, not present. 
yeah i don't i have my headphones during the grocery stores i don't have a problem with that i mean i say hello to the cashier but after that i mean i put my headphone back on i don't i don't like i just tell you guys all the time i don't like small talk waiting to talk instead of listening buying stuff just for the sake of buying it not because you need it i think a lot of people have this huge empty hole in their soul that they constantly try to fill with more and more stuff yeah. sometimes you buy stuff because you want it you don't need it but you want it like my new office i need things there to make me want to be in there right now right now it's just a room with walls i need some pictures some art some ambiance Men in their late 30s who lost belly fat. How did you do it? Probably stop drinking. Exactly. Number one, quit drinking, exercise more, improve diet. It's really no more complicated than that unless you have medical issues. Put the bottle down. Caloric deficits. In my mid-40s, and I have just gone from about 205 to 170 over the last few months. First of all, you can't just lose belly fat. While people don't all store fat the same way, there's no way to target fat loss to specific areas. You lose fat in general, or you notice it first, it will depend on genetics. Second, losing fat is simple, consume less calories than you expend throughout the day. That can mean eating less, working out, exercising more, or some accommodation. Two, the variety of diets approaches you can take, but they will only work for you to consume less than you spend, blah, blah, blah. For example, keto and Atkins works because fat and protein tend to be far satiating carbs being fuller blah 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 some things to try learn to stop when you're full just because you haven't finished anything or there's more food available doesn't mean you have to eat it all watch what you drink it's easy to increase blah 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 if you find yourself breaking down and binging more food than once a week probably try to increase your calories a bit you don't have to lose it all at once targeting about a pound a week yeah 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 Somebody said hiking. Everybody says calories, but then there's this new hormone therapy thing that I think works too. I mean, did a lot of research on it. What is a place way to say mind your business or F off when someone asks you why you're still unmarried with no children? What is it? Somebody said just lucky, I guess. <laughs> In this economy? Sorry, but you're not my type. It was foretold that my firstborn would kill most of my annoying family members. You're safe for now. So humor is how y'all do it. Somebody said I'm overqualified. I like that one. What is an item you spent way too much money on but have no regrets buying? Vacations. I spend a lot of money on vacations. Not a lot. Like, I ain't going over like $10,000 or I try not to even go over five for real, but I do like to stay at a nice place. 
because I like to wake up in the morning and see the ocean if I am going on vacation and yeah I love vacation so I never regret the amount I'm going to spend if I go it's just going to be worth it because as my husband always says a day fishing is better than a day at work even though that's my analogy a day at the beach is better than anywhere so Somebody said, my house, I pay a lot as mortgage, but every time I come home, it's mint piece. Wow. Will you feel that way if you had like a leaky roof or something wrong? Investing in more expensive clothing that doesn't fall apart in a year. Hey, cheap clothing is good. Just buy more. You spend a $400 jacket, you can get like 10 of those jackets at Walmart in a year and still be under $400. My new Tempur-Pedic King bed. Yeah, a good mattress, definitely worth the money. Somebody said my divorce. My dog, she's almost seven and since then she's either wearing my money, chewing my money or eating my money. Yeah, my dog was not cheap. I don't regret her little fat butt. Invisalign. Cost expensive. Having straight teeth for the first time in my life in my 40s. Priceless. What is something that you felt embarrassed to discuss it with your partner or doctor? Me and my husband have pretty open dialogue, but I can, I mean, one thing, I don't think it's embarrassing, but I cannot poop. Sometimes I get so freaking constipated. And so we have the whole poop conversation where my husband tells me how dangerous that is not to be able to poop, which I understand that, but I can't poop, man. But I have been adding more fiber to my diet. But, like I said, it gets rough. Somebody said I had a rash on my penis all up into my a-hole. And an older female doctor spreading my cheeks for a total stranger with a magnifying glass was an experience. I was as flaccid as I've ever been. And as a result, I had to pull and stretch my soft wiener out so she can get a good look at the rash. (laughs) hemorrhoids <laughs> when I was young I put my soft wiener inside a plastic bottle and got hard turned out the bottle's opening was not big enough and it was painful so I pulled my penis out instantly the bottle was not as smooth as I thought and it had a big cut on my wiener due to sharp point on the bottle I was hoping the doctor would treat me without asking how I got cut, but he did, and I had to tell. <laughs> yeah, he needs one to write down how many idiots cut their wieners. I had a hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids once and went to a proctologist. It wasn't the most pleasant medical exam I'd ever had, and what made it even worse was there was a medical student there as well as a doctor pointing things out in my butthole. For them, it's just another day in the office. For me, it was uncomfortable. I hope I never get that again. 
with my partner and was embarrassing to admit my porn addiction. I've actually actively working on managing since I guess no addiction is ever cured. When my doctor seeing relatives suffer from things they didn't bring up to medical professionals has motivated me to be upfront about everything. Mental health. Very first girlfriend, very first sexual intercourse. Apparently one day she used a bit too much of her teeth during a BJ and the next day I noticed a few small red spots on my wiener and on the glands a a bit worried because i didn't have any reason to think of an std but also i didn't know what the f that was i went to the gp and in order to avoid talking directly about sex i said that the red spots happened after a non-penetrative sexual act my doctor looked confused for a second and then said you mean oral sex yeah saying oral sex would have been way more sense made way more sense okay there's those let's go ahead and get into our story times i got some new ones for y'all tonight so let's go i grew up in southern california next to the border and this is a crazy story that happened to someone that i know picture this you're a guy you finally found a girl that you want to settle down with and be with forever you're extremely happy with her you go on a trip with her and some of your friends to mexico okay you're at a bar things are going great tequila's flowing mariachi music's playing you're having tacos or whatever and everything's great okay you guys you're busy talking to your friends and her friends are busy or whatever so she goes to the bathroom you don't really hear from her um, for a few minutes so you go look and she's not there and you can't find her you spend the next couple days searching because you can't find her anywhere in Mexico and you're panicking, you're freaking out, but your trip's over. You have to come back. You've alerted authorities. There's nothing that anyone can do at the moment. She's gone. The girl that you thought didn't exist, who's so perfect for you, is gone. So you're in line at the border trying to get back into the United States and there's traffic and you look over at a car, at an SUV, and you see her like sitting in the back seat and you're like, is that, guys, is that her? Your friends look at her and look at you and like, oh my God, that is her. So you're waving at her, rolling down your window, trying to get her attention. And you're in the border patrol line, so you're trying not to like get out or make a big scene, but you're still trying to get their attention. Your girlfriend is not being responsive at all. She's just sitting there, kind of sitting down, sitting face forward, not moving. And so you notice something's off, like something's definitely wrong. You haven't heard from her what is happening. You can't do anything to get her attention, so you finally alert the border patrol guards and you say, hey, that truck has my girlfriend in there. You know, she went missing a few days ago. You know, you got to go check it out. So they do. They go over. They check out the car. And they pull her out of the car. And they bring everyone else out of the car, too. When they pull her out of the car, they realize she's dead and her entire body is filled with drugs she's been she's been killed and everything in her has been removed and they've just filled her with drugs to get her across the border one of the worst stories ever that's crazy what have you realized you like less and less the older you get really just one fuck i somehow have a very long list the first one is peopling People are highly overrated. I mean, I don't even really like people, but I do like Netflix, pizza, and solitude. Driving at night. I mean, honestly, being out after dark at all, let alone driving in it, I just don't want to do it anymore. Somewhere, somehow, the dark got darker and the headlights started burning our retinas out. My night vision has moved to mole status, and I'm okay with that. Arguing with idiots. 
I used to engage, but my give-a-damn meter is broken beyond repair. Besides, never argue with idiots. They'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. It is an Olympic sport and one that I am no longer conditioned for. I'm too old for that shit. Then there's the bras. My titties have done their time in solitary confinement. I'm pretty sure they're eligible for parole at this point in life. It's time to release these babies into the wild. Oh, and I can't forget the most important one on my list. Not giving a fuck what people think about me. Life is too short to give a shit about other people's opinions. As long as I'm not hurting anybody and it makes me happy, fuck them. Listen, my girls be in the wild at least six days a week. Amen. So you know what's interesting? I have a date that I'm getting ready for. And every time I go out on a date, I think about (laughs) this girl I used to know. You see, this girl was on the dating apps and she met someone who seemed really nice and normal. Um, They had good chemistry, they were excited, and they decided to meet for coffee. The thing is, when it was time for the coffee date to come, there was rain and traffic and all of this stuff that was kind of making her a bit delayed. So she ended up being about 10 minutes late for their date. She was in steady contact with that person all the way up until she hit the coffee shop. Once she got there, she didn't see him. The picture that she had seen from the dating apps and they had been talking, but she says, hey, I'm here. I don't see you anywhere. And you know... That guy, he never showed up. But instead, what ended up happening is she met someone else. Mm -hmm. While she was on that date, she ended up meeting a whole brand new guy. Uh, They talked. He noticed that she was there alone. He had asked her if she had been stood up or, or waiting for someone. And she said, yes, my date never showed. And so this kind gentleman decided to keep her company. They exchanged information and they started going out. And you know what? She married that guy. She married that guy and they had the most heartbreaking, tumultuous, difficult relationship that she ever had been a part of. Turns out that guy was the guy who stood her up. You see, that guy was someone that she had turned down on dating apps before. And so he created a new profile that would be more attractive to her in order to get information about her, in order to get her to talk to him, a handsome guy who seemed a little bit more aligned with this woman and made it so that when it came time for them to meet in person, this person just disappeared and instead he would be there to pick up the pieces of her fractured ego and when she discovered that she had been manipulated in that way that the whole start of their relationship which at the time she kind of thought of as her very own fairy tale was really the start of her very own nightmare she hasn't been able to date the same way since i think about that girl a lot wow Tonda Dickerson won $10 million after receiving a lottery ticket as a tip at the Waffle House she was a waitress at. Then all hell broke loose. 
So Tonda, she was in her 20s, she was recently divorced, and she was a waitress at the Waffle House when this guy here, Edward, tipped her with a lottery ticket, and she ended up winning $10 million. She elected to take the $375,000 per year for 30 years instead of the lump sum of $4 million. I guess Edward had tipped all of them with lottery tickets because he was a regular at the Waffle House, and they had agreed if any of them had won, they would split the winnings. Tonda said, no, 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 that is not what happened. So she was sued by the four other co-workers to the tune of $3 million initially as a settlement. She disagreed with that, went to court, and court sided with these women here saying, yeah, you've got to split the lottery ticket with her as you agree. Tonda appealed the decision, and the Alabama Supreme Court agreed that she did not have to split the winnings, overruling the previous court's decision. Then... Big Baller himself came back and said, hey, listen, she promised me if she won, she'd get me a new truck. Part of me believes that kind of thing happens, you know, you give somebody a ticket, hey, remember, if you win, you got to get me a new truck. I could see that actually happen. So he sues her that week, too. But that's not the worst thing that happens to her that week. You see, her husband, who she recently had divorced, found out about the winnings as well. And he comes running in front of her truck, then goes up to her, kidnapped her at gunpoint and says, hey, you're coming with me. And they go out on a secluded boat like this. Well, luckily for her, her phone starts ringing in her purse. He's like, go ahead. You can answer that. I don't know why he says that. But for whatever reason, he decided to let her answer. She pulls a revolver out of her purse and shoots him in the right side of the chest. Now, he struggles with her, gets the gun and says, basically, now I'm going to kill you. And she says, listen, she convinces him he should go to the hospital for the injury so he doesn't die before they can, you know, split the winnings up and be in love again. Finally, that was over. All the dust had settled. All the lawsuits out of the way when knock on the door. Who is it? The IRS. And they sued her over a million dollar gift tax that they claimed she did not pay. They said she paid the income taxes, but she also owed them the gift tax. Fortunately for her, though, the lawyers that she had argued that the amount of the winnings were nowhere near what they seemed due to all the lawsuits and claims against the actual money. Now, the courts agreed with that and said, basically, buzz off IRS and the IRS buzzed off. Reports are now that she works as a poker dealer at a casino. That was crazy. Y'all remember that story? I don't even know why she told them people she won. But something that happened to you that sounds so fake that if you were to tell people, they wouldn't believe you. In early 2010, my husband Gary dropped dead of a sudden heart attack. He had had a completely normal day, went to work, picked up our daughter from school, uh, went to gymnastics, got Wendy's drive through for dinner, and helped her with her homework. She was in the shower, and we were watching House. It was a commercial, and I thought he had dozed off, but when the commercial was over i tried to wake him up it was a new episode and i wouldn't wasn't able to wake him up and found out that his heart wasn't beating and did cpr the ambulance was there in three minutes and they just couldn't revive him and he died she was 13 and i was 36 and it was sudden and terrible and uh, one of the people who helped me through my grief was my childhood best friend, Brian, and we had met when we were 11 in Mrs. Albright's honors English class. His dad died of a sudden heart attack when his mom was also very young, and he remembered what his mom had gone through. So he showed up and helped my daughter with her homework and shoveled the snow and mowed the grass and was just a really good friend. And then one day my daughter said, Mom... 
I think he like likes you. And uh, we were having a bottle of wine on our patio, and I said, you'll never believe this cute thing Hannah said. And she said, Mom, I think he like likes you. And he was like, well, and... Um, and then we were married in September of 2012, and we spent our life together. Then in 2022, because of his job, we got transferred to Florida, and I sold my dream house that I had built in, in Indiana and moved across country in spring of 2022. And in August of 2022, we found out after he had a mild stomach ache that would not go away that he had stage four pancreatic cancer after being misdiagnosed with gallstones and he died on October 9th 2022 at age 48 so uh, my daughter has lost two dads and I have lost two husbands and not yet 50 ain't that crazy y'all I don't even know if I can get married again if something like that were to happen that's just so sad Request. Hope everybody having a phenomenal morning. Got a small request, man. Uh, stop hitting me and giving me my comments. Telling me what to tell King, okay? I know my son. Think I ain't spoke to my son. Think I ain't told my son, his mama, and his grandmamas. His ass going to prison. If you got damn keep this shit up, his ass going to prison. Ain't no way around it. Ain't nothing I'm gonna be able to do about it. Can't nobody stop it but him. You know what I mean? I've already had the conversation. I've already made my peace with it. Because I know that energy. I was that energy. I know exactly how it's gonna turn out. You can. Can I take a selfie with you? No, go ahead. I'm in the middle of something. I'm in the middle of something. Go ahead. This is more important. Go ahead. Come on. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Yeah. So, I already had that conversation with him, man. King's a good kid, chasing after the wrong shit. And, uh, you know, I trust in God to deal with it the way that he see fit. You know what I mean? It ain't really shit else I, You know, he done got all the whoopings. He done got the pun. He done did it. He done, you know, did everything as a child you could do to him. So now, he gonna have to, he gonna have to go through it. He gonna have to go through it and get through it. And... Ain't nothing me and mama or nobody else gonna be able to say about it, man. But I'ma love him all the way through whatever it is he going through. You know what I mean? Uh, and shit, man. He gonna learn his lessons. Life gonna, ain't no, you know what I mean? Life is gonna teach him all the lessons that he need to know. And that's the, that's, that's, that's the most that we can do. That's the best we can ask for. You know what I mean? I know who he is at his core. You know what I'm saying? This shit that he trying to, you know, he trying to convince himself of things as, as we all do as young men and even young women growing up, try to convince ourselves that we are certain things. And in that journey, we find out exactly who the fuck we really is. You know what I'm saying? And it happens when we least expect it. And, and, and our lessons come from where we didn't know they were coming from. And it just ain't, ain't, ain't shit else to do. Ain't shit else to do, man. Time is going to be his teacher. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, I hope everybody have a peaceful, appreciate, appreciate that, bro. A peaceful and productive day. All right? And uh, I'll catch up with y'all on the flip side. Oh, 
Memphis, I'll be at you this evening. T.I. said it's in God's hands right now. I know that's right. What can you do? He grown now. I mean, shoot. The little boy is obnoxious, but it is what it is. Me, my sister, Lamaya, my other sister, and my brother was in the house. They literally seen that mama laying on the floor just laying there. Taking her last breath, hearing her, trying to say something to her. What's up, everybody? All right, you guys. So today we're going to be talking about the tragic case of Tynesha Crawford. So Tynesha Crawford is a 30-year-old mother from Milwaukee. So Tynesha has four kids ranging from the age of 13 to 1. So in September of this year, Tynesha took to Facebook in order to alert all her friends and family of some good news. Tynesha was expecting with her boyfriend, Karan. Now, something else that was added to this news was not only were they expecting, they were expecting twins. Tanisha was due in April of 2024. She said although she knew this would be hard, she was very excited to welcome her kids into this world. So we don't know when Tanisha started dating Koran Roby, but this was the father to her twins that she would birth in April. Now, I did a little digging on Koran, and it turns out that in 2018, he was sentenced to prison after he attempted arson. Karan had not long got out of prison in 2022. Now let's fast forward to November 18th of this year. So Karan and Tanisha were at a gas station when Karan ended up getting into an argument with a 46-year-old man. So on surveillance, you can actually see Karan, he's the one in the black, and the man he got into the argument with, he's the one on the ground. It turns out that Karan chased this man out of the store before shooting him in the leg. Now, what's so strange about this is after shooting this man in the leg that he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything about this man, he then helps the man up and gives him a hug and apologizes. Now, y'all, he tells this man, look, I'm having a very bad day. Me and my girlfriend, Tanisha, we've been getting into it, and I'm sorry. Now, he does this before pulling off. The warrant says Tanisha Crawford was there when it happened, and the suspect was her boyfriend. And the gunman then giving the victim a hug as he got to his feet. So after this incident, Tanisha and Koran, I'm guessing they just leave. So they make it back to Tanisha's home, but about six hours later, that's when the argument started. So we don't know what actually started this argument, but Tanisha's kids were there as well. At some point in time, the kids start to hear gunshots. Afterwards, that's when Tanisha's oldest child discovered her laying on the ground fighting for her life. Koran had just shot Tanisha in the home with her four kids. And two friends say was her boyfriend Karan Roby turned deadly. And I ran up in there and my mom was laying on the floor. Crawford's four children, ages one, five, nine, and thirteen, in the house during the shooting. The police was arguing on the phone and my mom would just whisper something to me, but I couldn't understand what she was saying. She was trying to make me think she was saying I it love you. It sounded like she was saying she loves us. Now you guys, sadly, Tanisha did pass away. Now, remember, at the time of her death, Tanisha was pregnant with twins. Police then began the hunt for Karan Roby, and they later found him that next day. They charged him with the shooting that he did at the gas station, and they charged him with the death of Tanisha. Now, the most heartbreaking thing about this story is the fact that her kids were right there when all of this took place. Just listening to them and listening to the things that they were saying, it, it honestly broke my heart. Although they did sit there and witness their mom take her last breaths, they are still very positive and they want to make sure they live up to her name. Now created to help with funeral arrangements, Christmas gifts, and necklaces, holding her ashes for each of her children. 
I'm probably gonna, uh, probably gonna keep that necklace on, like, even if I get older and older. They say their mom never got the chance to be a doctor. So now they're working to honor her every day. So after I was doing my research on this story, I came across a comment about a woman who says she worked with Quran at one point in time at KFC. She's saying that Quran would try to hit on her and Quran would try to date her, but she didn't want to date him. At one point in time, she's even alleging that he pulled out a weapon on her and said that he kills people. Not only that, his last post before committing all of these crimes was, not gonna lie, I hope a lot of y'all die in 2024. It honestly shows you his character and how he really was. Now, as a mother, this story literally brought tears to my eyes. Tanisha's oldest daughter is being extremely strong for her siblings, although she witnessed something that would change her life and her siblings' lives forever. You just took my siblings' life, my own life. You just took their life for no reason. Now Crawford's sister-in-law waits for justice and has a message for the killer. That conscience will eat you alive while you're sitting there because you're stuck there. So you, you're, you're going to be slowly just dying in the inside. Now, you guys, she was killed a few days before Thanksgiving, and we know that Christmas is coming up. Tanisha had four kids. I'm going to insert this GoFundMe because if you can donate anything, even if it's just $5, this could go towards this kid's Christmas. Now, you guys, as always, comment below. Let me know your thoughts on this case and justice for Tanisha. Yeah, that was terrible, y'all. Hello, it's Dr. Rhonda Johnson. Today is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. And today I'm talking about China's pneumonia epidemic. You may have heard that hospitals in parts of China are overloaded from a surging pneumonia outbreak. Chinese health officials are reporting increases in respiratory syncytial virus, known as RSV, adenovirus, and influenza viruses since October. Now, the World Health Organization recently met with Chinese health authorities and they informed the World Health Organization that there have been no unusual or novel pathogens detected, meaning there's no new viruses. It's almost winter in China and we all know that respiratory pathogens can be seasonal with the increase in winter months. Now, epidemiologists have said that they anticipated a surge of infections in China this winter, as this is China's first winter without severe COVID-19 restrictions since the pandemic began in 2020. Now, in some northern regions of China, many pneumonia cases have been attributed to mycoplasma back. Uh, mycoplasma pneumonia, a bacteria that can infect the lungs. It is commonly referred to as walking pneumonia. Now, it's usually mild and doesn't require hospitalization, and it can be treated effectively in most cases with oral antibiotics. But unfortunately, when they've done the antibiotic resistance testing to this strain of mycoplasma pneumonia that's uh, going around in China, uh, the bacteria are between 70 to 90 percent resistant to the common forms of antibiotics used to treat it. So that could be contributing to the more severity of uh, the cases. Now, the World Health Organization has said that they do not recommend any specific measures for folks 
who are traveling to China. But as always, if you're planning a visit to China, you may want to talk with your doctor about maybe bringing some um, prophylactic antibiotics. So that's my message today. We will stay tuned. Uh, we know that information coming out of China can sometimes be um, a little bit guarded. So we'll just have to stay tuned for more information. That's my message today. Take care, folks, and be well. Jesus be a fence. We've been out here on this bitch's ass year. Everyone knows Marjorie's past. Even her ex-husband came out to tell us and confirm the shit that we already fucking She's worked her way up into legal money. And that's good. And I get it. Everybody has a past. But what I don't understand is, you know, given the recent allegations that have came out on my platform via his own team saying that they've kept women for him, even the vegan bitch, all of a sudden all these rumors kind of, you know, after we said it was Steve the one that was that was allegedly stepping out on Marjorie, because that's his MO. Why all of a sudden are we addressing her cheating allegations and not his? I said, this motherfucker is great for telling me. Watch this video. But that woman right there been down with me like four flat tires. That woman right there has been faithful to me, loyal to me. 85% of what y'all up here talking to me about happened after I married that girl right there. We've been 18 years strong. I don't know what y'all been trying to do, but we covered though. We Isaiah 5417. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. We Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. We can go through the rivers and the fire and not be overcome. We Psalms 91. I'm going to do this to you. I love you, Margie Harvey. Appreciate you riding with me. Now, I didn't see her say I love you back. This video was very disturbing because I was like, they've never really addressed anything. Now, I know she's blocked me in the past. She just had me blocked since 2016. I was like, God, damn. The first story I came out when I interviewed um, his ex-wife, who said I was in the car homeless with him going from comedy club to comedy club. This bitch called my house looking for my husband. Now, his team that were all recently fired by her, they call it a green-eyed monster. I think that's kind of funny. Say that they've helped him to keep women secret even women that are still around. Now, all these years, they've been dragging Marjorie. He ain't never said nothing. But as soon as the allegations come out against him about cheating, and then his own staff is on recorded calls saying how much he don't like her, what I feel is that now he's having to prove himself to her because she knows. And she's out here catching all this slack and meanwhile, it should have been him being dragged by them big-ass or flamboyant-ass suits that he wearing. Now, all of a sudden, you're using every scripture in the book to prove to your wife in public that you love her? Because allegedly you were fucking on the vegan chef who runs your one of your companies right now? See, this is giving... Please forgive me. She's been down with me forever. She has loved me through thick and thin. And I know I've done you wrong. But baby, please don't go and take half my shit. <laughs> he begging. He begging. 
Tasha K is so messy. I would never want to be famous, but if I was, I would block her too. But I don't know. I can't believe Steve Harvey still got that he's getting, if he is doing whatever. He just seemed too old. I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, y'all, it has been nice chatting with you. I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, hopefully I have as much energy as I had today. But you guys have an amazing day. Stay blessed.